Hello everyone and welcome back to Chronic Pain and Paranoia. After a very... It's been a really long time. <laughs> we didn't even mean to take a break. It just happened. Yeah. Life, Life gets in the way. Mm -hmm. We both have still new jobs. I'm still going to call it new. It's going to be new to me for like a year. And they told me that too. They're like, it's going to be new until it's not. I feel like I was warned of the same thing. But I don't remember. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just bad. Who's to know. say? Mine's just a lot of things that I have to look out for. Yeah. Hopefully the flow of this episode is okay. Hopefully we remember how, how to, to do, do this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had to go digging for, like, my notes and stuff. I just really love what our topic is about today, and I don't want to give away because I'm really excited. So I'm really excited, too, so I won't tell them the topic right now. We'll, we'll get into it in a second, okay? First, though, Emily. Yes. How would you rate your pain today? Today, I just feel like a little slug going to smirch. Snail church, as they call it. Snirch. Yeah. I can't. Why specifically church, if I may ask? It's a old reference to a very old Tumblr post. This guy like, oh. went outside, and there were, like, at least 50 snails just, like, chilling on a table outside, and he called it snirch. Because it looked like one guy was talking to, like, the whole crowd of snakes. That's very funny. So they were definitely have, having some sort of meeting. Oh, for sure. Why are they all there? That's hilarious. I actually, I, um, I kind of stole your brand, and I've been getting migraines all the time. Ooh, that's why I feel like I'm going to snurch. Yeah, it's special. I feel like Frankenstein mm -hmm. with the bolts in my head. That's funny you say that, because I had that exact one the other day, where it hurt, like, from side to side yeah. in between my eyes. And mine also, like, wraps around. Mm -hmm. So it's like there's, there's a rubber band around the bolts, <laughs> like, going behind my head, like, old grandma glasses that need to be strapped to your face. Or, like, um, a sweatband that's over your eyes, but yes. it's too tight, and your head's gonna pop off. Yeah. And also, my teeth hurt. I hate that. My teeth always hurt when I get migraines. I hate it. And, like, a part of you is like, do I just have, like, mad cavities? <laughs> I think about it, but then, like, no, because I can feel it, like, in my face. Like, if it gets bad yeah. enough, my nose, like, the tip of my nose yes. will even hurt. Or, like, my cheeks. Dude, you gave me your chronic migraines. You're welcome. I'm gonna call my lawyer. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna do. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. You can't sue me. <laughs> Never sue your partner. Isn't that what they say? Or do... No, people sue their partners Oh, all yeah, all the time. the time. I don't know. I don't know either. I just work here. I'm just existing. Yeah. Also, I'm sorry you're sitting on a pile of, like, all my 50 blankets, even though it's, like, 150 degrees in this room. I kind of like it. I was... The office I work in is extremely cold. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm getting frostbite every time I'm there. So this is kind of nice. This room is always hot, like specifically this room, and it's hot when I turn the light on, but I can't see my keyboard because we have blackout <laughs> curtains, so I have to turn the light on. Doesn't it's your keyboard light up? I have two keyboards. Oh, okay. That's the gaming keyboard? That's the gaming keyboard for my computer, and then I have a second computer hooked up to my um, work oh. My work computer has the keyboard mouse separate. So there's a little drawer thing that I slide out, and that's my work keyboard. Oh, okay. 
two same monitors, but I just mm-hmm. don't plug them for depending on which computer I'm using. Gotcha. Well, maybe you need a light of one for work. <laughs> Sounds more fun. Yeah, then I'd have to, like, give back the keyboard and drive all the way down to Phoenix. and I Absolutely not. I'm not doing that. No. I don't have to go into work, so I'm not going to. Absolutely not. I only drive to Tempe only. <laughs> and I hate it. Gross. It's nasty. I do drive the 202 now. That is so good. Because the 60 is crap. Yes, she keeps telling me I need to drive on the 202, and now I'm like, fine. Yeah. Listen, it's going to wreck your car. Been there, done that. People are just a lot meaner on the 60. They could not care less than they do about, like, you and your issues. They're like, we're all just trying to get home, but I want to be the first one to get home. Exactly. And you're, like, literally trying to merge onto the freeway, and they don't want you to get on. You're like, where do you want me to go? The rocks? Where am I supposed to go? Just off onto the exit? Like, on and off. (laughs) No. You drive me crazy. Amen. Anyway, that was a very <laughs> long intro, and we didn't even tell them what this episode is about. Because it's secret. It is a secret. So we're going to get through our disclaimer really quick, so bear with us. Mm-hmm. This podcast contains sensitive materials such as violence, murder, paranormal, whoa, paranormal activity, and other adult topics, so listener discretion is advised. While we do research all of our episodes, we are just two Emilys with a microphone and a passion for all things spooky. Take it with a grain of salt. All of our sources will be linked in the show notes. Okay, Emily, do you want to do the honors of introducing our topic today? Yeah, I just realized that when they click on the episode, they already know what it's about. Oh, dang, you're right. <laughs> I was like, hold on. No, 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 but we could just title it, like, you'll find out. Super secret episode. <laughs> just click on it, please. Please click here. <laughs> okay. That's kind of funny. Either way, it's Bigfoot, baby! Yes! I love Bigfoot! This is, this is Emily's um, Mothman. Bigfoot is the reason I exist today. Okay. <laughs> good heavens do you want to be in or do you want me to begin emily you have at it that's the way our notes are at so you go first okay and i'll just interject occasionally so this is emily's areas of expertise i did not want to step on her toes i knew going into this she was going to have certain things she wanted to talk about so i was like okay i'm going to choose a very specific lane and i will stay in it and it's funny that you chose this very specific lane, because um, Emily's portion's about the Mogion monster. I worked at Camp Geronimo. Wait. Yeah, so I saw Mogion and I was like, that's an oddly specific version of Bigfoot. <laughs> so, I wanted to talk about the Arizona sightings of Bigfoot, and mm-hmm. here it's called, like you said, the Mogion monster. I didn't even know how to say that before this. I, like, looked it up and practiced. Had anyone... Had I not worked at Geronimo, um, where they say Mogion Monster about 100 times a day, would not have known. Wait, so, like, people talk about it up there? Yeah, not a lot, though. Like... Okay. I'm joking about 100 times a day. Okay. I worked at the trading post at Camp Geronimo. Just one year, so, like, wasn't a lot or anything. Yeah. But, uh... They would sell, like, Mogion merch, and 
Oh, that's kind of fun. I'm not 100% sure. My memory's faded. Carly, if you're listening to this, you can attack me. <laughs> she still works for, <laughs> for them. Staying. So. Um... But yeah, there's like a Mogion sign in the trading post, or there was at some point, and it's like one of those campfire stories that they tell because of- Gotcha. You'll go into it and you'll describe it. Yeah. But yeah, up in the like northern area of Arizona, they call him the Mogion Monster, not Bigfoot, which is really funny to me. It is really funny. I think- I know why it's called that, because it's- the name of the area is Mogion, mm-hmm. like Ridge or whatever. But, like, it's kind of just a silly name. It's so silly. Silly goose. He could have been called so many other things. In Florida? Like Bigfoot. Well, in Florida, they have a completely different name. Well, the Florida, like, southern area. They call him... What's his name? The Skunk Ape. That's just me. Because he's smelly. Like, when people have, like, sightings about them, I don't know if you covered anything about that. But people will smell him. Yeah, it's, it's actually mentioned... Mm-hmm. in this um section or whatever <laughs> i call it a hymn um people believe that there's like a whole branch of like a whole species a, sub, a whole subspecies of bigfoots interesting i don't know i don't know if i'm a believer in bigfoot national parks are huge there could be anything in there uh, yeah i like to say i'm a believer because i love bigfoot with my whole heart it's I, extremely fun to talk about yes but also Prove me wrong. True. You can't prove that he's not here. I will say this is a lot more fun than some of our, like, true crime episodes. Because mm-hmm. it's just <laughs> gore, tragedy, crusty men. And mm-hmm. now we just got to, we just get to talk about this cool creature. Exactly. This, this is why we do this. Exactly. Okay, so he's described as a bipedal creature. He stands on two legs. He's over seven feet tall with large red eyes. It's interesting how, like, a lot of cryptids are described as having red eyes. Yeah, I also think it depends on, like, I don't know if it's this one's the Mogian monster specifically, but some Bigfoots look so real. Like, not real. Look so <laughs> human. Um, which is why, like, hunters don't shoot at them. Like, even though hunters are the, like most people who see him yeah because they're out in remote areas of the forests and stuff they won't shoot at a bigfoot because it looks human and so like it makes them second question everything so like i think it kind of depends on the legend in the area yeah that's definitely so his body said to be covered with long black or reddish brown hair with the exclusion of his chest face hands and feet Reports claim that it has a strong and pungent odor described as that of dead fish, a skunk with bad body odor, skunk ape, <laughs> decaying peat moss. I don't know what peat moss what is. What is peat moss? I don't know. Why is it specifically the peat variety of moss? Okay. Anyway, and the musk of a snapping turtle. I didn't know snapping turtles, like, had a smell. I imagine it's just, like, an algae, watery, fishy kind of... Probably. I can't imagine it smelling like anything else. Like, kind of so swampy. Swampy, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, he's, um, nocturnal, omnivorous, hello? Yes. (laughs) Territorial and sometimes violent. 
is generally reported to walk with wide, inhuman strides, leave behind footprints measuring 22 inches. That's almost two feet. Footprints, friend. So he also mimics birds, coyotes, and other wildlife, emits unusual whistle sounds, and explores campsites after dark, builds nests out of pine needles, twigs, and leaves, and hurls stones from locations that are hidden from view. The creature has also been said to decapitate deer and other wildlife prior to consumption. In numerous reports, the monster has been said to emit a blood-curdling scream, described as sounding like a woman in great distress. Accounts of the creature describe an eerie silence prior to the encounter, an appreciable stillness in the woods that commonly surrounds the predatory animals. He's really out here doing the most. He really is. The thought of (laughs) a stone or like a boulder like hurling from above the trees. Yeah. That's terrifying. Um, I was watching this one show. I don't even remember where I saw it, but this one dude was talking about how like Bigfoot was chasing him through the forest and trees were just like falling like, being pushed and snapped over, like, in his direction. So, like, Bigfoot was out to get him. That's crazy. If it's a true story. I don't necessarily believe the story, but I'm sorry, dude, whoever you are. I don't remember. I hardly remember that dude. But that instilled, instilled, I can't say that word. You know what I mean. Yes. Fear into my heart that day (laughs) of Bigfoot. Because what if Bigfoot was just, like, out for vengeance? Emily, let's be honest here. You'd be excited to see him. I would. I'd, you'd you'd be scared, but also you'd be like, can we be friends though? I'd like pull my phone out of my pocket slowly, make sure the flash is on. <laughs> <laughs> Your sound is on, so you hear the. Ah, that would be so funny. Okay. So the oldest known reported sighting of this particular Bigfoot was in 1903. So I, is that not I-W Stevens, I don't know, described a creature seen near the Grand Canyon as having long white hair and matted beard that reached his knees. It wore no clothing and upon his talon-like fingers were claws at least two inches long. Upon further investigation, he noted a coat of gray hair nearly covered his body, with here and there a spot of dirty skin showing. He later stated that after he discovered the creature, whoa, hold on. (laughs) He later stated that after he discovered the creature drinking the blood of two cougars, it threatened him with a club (laughs) and screamed the wildest, most (laughs) unearthly screech. I'm just imagining, like, an old man Bigfoot. Like, the club is actually his walking stick. Yeah. I, it's kind of interesting, like, how usually it's described as having black or reddish-brown hair, and this one, he's, like, a little old man. A little gray. Or more like a, a grumpy old man, because he's threatened him with a club. It's fair, though. What do you, what does he mean by threaten? Did he, like, just brandish it at him? Like, ah! He's, like, shaking it over his yeah. head. Yeah! Get off my lawn! Was he just, like, listen? <laughs> he held it to his throat. Like a sword! Get out. <laughs> so good. Oh. So, 
cryptozoologist. I want to be a cryptozoologist. I was going to Google how to become a cryptozoologist because I would love that to be my title. Yeah, that's very exciting. I would put on a business card for you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> my sister Melanie, shout out Melanie, you're always mentioned in these, you're welcome. Um, I think we looked it up and like, it's really just like if you want to call yourself a cryptozoologist, you can just call yourself a cryptozoologist. That's hilarious. Because like, you can't really study them per se. Yeah, you can't necessarily go to Harvard for cryptozoology. I would love that. Could you imagine me walking Harvard and being like, guess who's studying Bigfoot? Yeah. I love that. It would make all of, like, the entitled white men, like, pee themselves. They would not be able to handle it. This girl's so weird, we gotta run. And I'd be like, you're right, get out. They'd be like, how'd you get in? And you're like, listen. (laughs) Don't tell them. I've seen things. So, this cryptozoologist, dude, whoa. Don Davis reported that during the mid-1940s, he was on a Boy Scout trip near Payson, Arizona, and gave the following account. The creature was huge, its eyes were deep set and hard to see, but they seemed expressionless. His face seemed pretty much devoid of hair, but there seemed to be hair along the sides of his face. His chest, shoulders, and arms were massive especially the upper arms, easily upwards of six inches in diameter, perhaps much, much more. I could see he was pretty hairy, but didn't observe really how thick the body hair was. The face slash head was very square, square sides in, squared up chin like a box. Yes. Majority, Majority? Grimes. Majory. Thanks. You're welcome. A White River, Arizona resident, claimed to have sighted the creature a number of times between 1982 and 2004. She described the creature as black, tall, and walking in big strides. A number of people on the Fort Apache Indian Reservation also claimed to have seen the creature. Interesting. Spooky. She not only saw him, like, once, she's like, oh, yeah, we're besties at this point. Oh, yeah. She like, just, like, throws him a peace sign occasionally. He just keeps stealing the, the bird seed from my bird feeders, like the chipmunks do. <laughs> the pies off the window seals. Yeah. <laughs> he, he this em- is what Bigfoot is to me. He empties the hummingbird feeders. <laughs> yeah. It's a little sweet treat for the day. Uh, so funny. Okay. So, generally, the scientific community attributes creature sightings to either hoaxes or misidentification. As recently as the early 1930s, oh, okay, grizzly bears <laughs> roam the forests of Arizona. Other large mammals, such as black bears, mountain lions, and elk, may also account for sightings. Here's the thing. They're not on two feet, homie. They're not on two feet. Well, bears can be on two feet, but here's That's the true. thing. If you're in the woods, you're probably regularly in the woods. And you know what a bear yeah. looks like. Most people know Most people know what a bear looks like. Yeah. So it's like and most people when they see a big thir- furry thing are first going to think it's a bear. They're not first going to think it's Bigfoot. Unless you're me, but moving on. Yes. But generally speaking, most of the population says that's a bear. I thought it was interesting how you said most hunters won't shoot them because they're so human-like. Mm-hmm. Because, not trying to discount anything here, Emily. 
Okay. Yeah. My dad has been hunting for a really long time. He was going through the woods at night once during a hunting trip. Mm -hmm. And he came across a bear that someone had shot and killed. Uh And they skinned it and they left... (gasps) They left the rest of the bear, which, like, you're not supposed to do that. That's really illegal in Arizona. And, like, generally just, like, disrespectful. Yeah. But he said when he came up on it, like, he thought he found a dead body. It looked so human-like without fur. Have you ever seen a bear without fur? No. They're they're disgusting. <laughs> but I can understand how it would like, look like a person. In the dark. Yeah. So, I like, that kind of makes me curious. I don't know. But I have no idea. If you're looking at it with fur and you say, that thing has fur on it, but mm-hmm. it's looking at me with human eyes. Like, there's a thought behind a those eyes. Yeah. You're like, uh. It's interesting how someone in the, the account said that they thought he didn't have any, there was no recognition behind the eyes. That's what my thought was. Because, like, if there are Bigfoots running around, like, they're smart enough exactly. to not get caught. And also, like... I don't know if you've been around really intelligent animals. You can tell someone's home. Yeah. When you look at them, you can tell someone's home. Yeah. Even, like, just, like, some dogs. Some dogs. Some dogs? Some dogs. You know there's not a thought behind those eyes. No. <laughs> no. My, my boyfriend's golden doodle, Brody. This poor sweet thing. He gets concussions every single day of his life because he runs after balls and slams into cabinets. Poor baby. He does not know what's going on ever. He's just here. Yes. Having a good time. But, like, he will just lay on the floor munching on the ball and, like, there's no thoughts. He's just You just hear it squeaking between his teeth and that's it. Yeah. Only ball. No thought. Maybe Bigfoots are the same. Maybe some are, like, really dumb and some are really smart. Maybe they have, like, a pack leader, like wolves. Maybe they have an IQ, an IQ chart. Of 90. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the highest one it goes is 90. (sighs) It's interesting. I like to sit down and interview a Bigfoot. Tell me about your life, sir. Do you think they have language? I'm gonna get to that later. Wow, I'm excited. Okay. I'm, I'm going to wrap it up here in a second. Okay. So, he this this monster friend has become an object of Arizona folklore. One such story involves an Arizona pioneer, Sam Spade. Mm-hmm. That's a sick name. Building a log cabin on land adjacent to what is now Camp Geronimo, Ooh. only to be attacked by the creature. Later, his son, Bill Spade, and soon-to-be wife are killed by the creature on their wedding day. That sucks. Other stories explain the origins of the... How do you say this again? Mogion. Mogion monster. It's not... It does not look like that at all. I keep trying to call it Mongolian. I do that all... Like, when I was at scout camp, I was like, Carly, what the frick? How do you say that? (laughs) Like, I always wanted to say Mongolian. But there's no I in there. Just for you guys, it's it's spelled M-O-G-O-L-L-O-N. So how the frick did we get Mogion out of that? <sighs> anyway, so other stories explain the origins of the Mogion monster, um, implicating a, yes, yeah. a tormented <laughs> um, Native American bent on revenge. 
or a chief transforming to scare away his former clan. Another story involves a pioneer who is attacked by Native Americans, escapes, but is cursed by the spirits and goes insane. Another story describes the creature as a phantom of a white man who was punishment for murdering a Native American woman, was hung from a tree by his hands, stretched to a height of eight feet, then skinned alive and left to die. Damned by the spirits, his ghost continues to roam the woods as the tragically misnamed Skinwalker. Are you surprised I said it? I actually, that's why I looked over. I was like, she said it out loud. I thought that was an interesting piece of folklore, that last one. Like, he was stretched by a tree. That was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. But this whole last section of it, like, the Bigfoot monster of Arizona mm-hmm. being a result of some sort of Native American feud, either between Native Americans themselves or white settlers and Native Americans. It mm-hmm. kind of just feels like racist propaganda. A bit. Especially since the Native Americans have their own version of Bigfoot. Depending yes. on which tribe. And also the fact that they com- kind of combined the origins of skinwalkers mm-hmm. and Bigfoot. It just it sounds to me like a white man made it up. Yeah, because that's not how skinwalkers happen no it's not so like and it's it native americans wouldn't come up with that because that's disrespectful to their culture and a very real thing to them yeah so it's not like ooh, it's a skinwalker walk in the forest it's like no bruh no i it would be more believable to me if i heard the original native american legend for our area where they're Mm -hmm. like yeah, there's, a, there's like, monsters Yeah, who roam around. They're, like, furry guys. Don't mess with them. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, they know it's tough. They've been here longer. They, um, <laughs> so the ones, I watch Expedition Bigfoot. Listen, I watch a lot of Bigfoot shows. Yes, you do. I liked the Alaskan one. Alaskan Bigfoot Killer. Highly yes. recommend. I told Emily to Very watch Very interesting. Made me laugh. It, Bigfoot shows are peak comedy sometimes. Um... But basically, they had brought in this, I think he was a chief or a medicine man. Oh, okay. But he was saying that um, in this certain area, I don't know if it's the same all over. I'm not Native American. I'm not going to pretend that I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but he was saying that they think they're spiritual like beings. Like, they can pass through this world. And they're not actually, like, always physically here. Okay. I would recommend that show, too. Um, They have a primatologist that's on the show, so I was like, that's kind of cool. Like, she's a very, like, well-known in, like, the science community. Interesting. Like, for being a primatologist. Like, yeah. she discovered a species of monkey in Africa. So it's like... Sick. They have her in there. They have Ronnie. My guy, Ronnie. What a champ. And then they have, like, an ex-military man. So that show's really cool. There's a fourth season coming out soon. I think they're going to start filming soon. It's very interesting. See, because in the Alaskan Killer Bigfoot, they do make it very clear that he has supernatural ties. He's not just mm-hmm. a creature. There's, like, stuff going on. And, like, I didn't even watch that much of the show, I'll be honest. Yeah. But from what I saw, there were definitely supernatural things that were happening to them. Like, them 
countless people throwing up and getting sick when they got to certain parts of the woods. Yeah. Great. That can't be explained by natural things. In my opinion, maybe I'm just dumb. Yeah, we don't know anything. I'm telling you flat out, we don't know anything. (laughs) Because, like, they were all normally healthy people, and then they even brought in experts who hadn't been there the whole time, Mm -hmm. and they started feeling sick. Yeah. You can't tell me that's just like, oh, like, well, they've been camping out on the island, maybe they're not eating good. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and even if it's, like, not Bigfoot, that's still, like, spooky. It is. Spooky supernatural. There's definitely stuff that was happening on that land. I don't know Bad what exactly, God. but stuff. Um, just for reference, Alaskan Killer Bigfoot is these guys trying to get back this land that their tribe had lost because they all left because, like, weird circumstances were going down. Everyone kept disappearing and the mutilated bodies were showing up. They were, like, torn. Like, it wasn't clean cuts like a serial killer, but it also didn't look like a bear or something. Yeah. That. And, like, these people are Alaskan. So they, they know what's up. They know what bear mauling looks like. Mm-hmm. They're very aware. Yeah. Also, they were always placed in the same spot, which is Super weird. weird. Ugh, that gives me the chills. There was definitely something going on there. Oh, for sure. Bad vibes. I should finish that show. It's pretty good. Um, so now I'm going to tell you about the Sierra Sounds. I'm very excited. I knew that I wanted to tell you this, like, immediately because it spooks me to my core. So I got most of, like, this story, um, from Mr. Ballin on YouTube. He does, like, um, true crime, supernatural, missing 411 cases. Nice. And he's just a cool guy, and he's just rad. So, this happened in, like, the late, well, it happened in 1971. Early to late 1971. So, it's about this guy, Ron, and his three friends. They, like, would go camping and hiking. Like, they found, like, the super secluded spot, and it was in the Sierra Mountain Range in California. Okay. Um. Aren't there a lot of sightings in California? Yeah, the government even bought out, like, this land, <gasps> secret spot land that you can't go on to anymore, and we don't know why they bought it, but... Was it around sightings? Yeah, so, like, Expedition Ooh. Bigfoot, they go down to where the expeditions were happening, like, where sightings were happening, oh, okay. like, they track it, and so they're, like, right on the edge of the government-owned property, and they actually get a lot of evidence, Season three, that's when that happens. Um, yeah, so they're up there in the Sierra Mountains, and they have, like, this shelter set up. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, basically woods against, like, wood against a tree, but it has, like, an opening and closing door. Oh, but okay. There are, like, still slats and stuff in yeah. between it. Um, so they would go camping and hunting and, like, hiking and stuff in those woods. hmm So one night, they could hear... Um, they usually could hear bears, like, walking and trotting, like, tramping around their camp. And so they would normally sleep out under the stars, but when they would hear a bear, they would go hide in the shelter. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't mess with bears. No. Especially if you're trying to sleep. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so one time they heard, like, the bear grunting sound, but when they listened, they realized it wasn't actually, it wasn't actually a bear. They heard, like, whooping sounds. Um, so it's like a- Scary! If you've ever watched any Bigfoot show, especially Finding Bigfoot, they go, whoop, whoop, and it's just like a, like it's a whooping sound. Wait, 
Don't they do it as like a call? Yeah. I remember seeing the commercials for Bigfoot shows on mm-hmm. Animal Planet, and that's what they did. And that's I that thought show. It was so funny. It's the funniest show. Um, Matt Moneymakers, the um, producer, I believe. Yes, uh-huh. his last name is actually Moneymaker. Um, that's hilarious. Who did that to him? His parents, unfortunately. <laughs> he is like the founder of founder or head or he's very high up in the Bigfoot field research. It's like organization B. FTO. Wow, they have their own acronym. They have their own acronym. Um, I so don't yeah. even have my own acronym. That sucks. Me neither. It, it's okay. It's okay. Um, so yeah, they do all those sounds. They do all those sounds and like the calls and stuff. So that's what they're hearing, like these whooping sounds. I don't care what it is, I'd be so scared. Terrifying. Like even if it's a human, why are you doing that to me? Like absolutely not. I don't know if I'd be more scared of coming across another person in the woods or Bigfoot. It depends on where Either I'm way, at. I'm not happy. Either way, don't talk to me. Don't look in my direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they hear a whooping sound coming from that one direction, and they're like, that's not a freaking bear. And then they hear another whooping sound from the opposite direction. Like, far off opposite direction, they hear these sounds. And so basically, they knew there were two creatures talking to each other. <sighs> they start going back and forth. And they're like, what the heck? So after a little while of hearing the creatures go back and forth with each other, they um, hear them running towards their shelter. Ah! Disgusting. Absolutely um, not. I wonder if it sounded super crunchy, like breaking twigs super loud. Yeah, like that's probably what it was. Because they're, like, they're huge. Yeah. Um. So naturally, they're like, what the heck is this? They like peek out and like look out the slats. Like I said, you could see mm-hmm. out of them. Um. But whatever is running towards them, like, stops in the tree line, like, where the glow of the campfire can't reach them. But they're close. Like, they know they stopped really close. Interesting. Um, so after they reach that tree line, the sounds change tones. And they're no longer making the whooping sounds, but they're talking to each other in a language that sounds human. Ew. So. Ew. Ew. Is it like Sims? (laughs) It's like Sims, but... Um, kind of like the Bigfoot in a Goofy movie. I don't know if you ever watched that one. I haven't. But it's gibberish, and it's just, like, it's weird. Like, okay. it sounds too human, but not human enough. So these guys are naturally freak the frick out. I even wrote uh, that yeah. in the notes. <laughs> Good for you. Um, because those aren't animal noises. Like, they know for a fact that's not an animal they've heard before. No, and these are guys who are regular, regularly in the woods in this specific spot they're not like tourists or whatever yeah um so after they hear those freaky sounds they all like huddle in the middle of this shelter and just like are praying that they don't come to the shelter and like as you do try to do something to them because they don't know what they are like they don't know what this thing is um so basically this goes on and off all night i'm just shook (laughs) okay um this is going on and off all night And eventually in the morning, like, it stops at some point. And they kind of, like, have this quiet agreement to never talk about it again. (laughs) Except for our guy, Ron. That's a white man thing to do. Yeah, they're like, okay, that was spooky. We're not, we're not going to talk about it. Not not to play the gender role, but to, like, play the gender, the, the gender card here. If that happened to women... I would never stop talking about it. No. I would tell everyone in my immediate I would call Oprah or something. I'd be like, Oprah... 
get on this. Or, like, I don't know, one of the Bigfoot researchers would be like, listen. You can actually report sightings on the Bigfoot Field Researcher Organization. Do you have it bookmarked on your phone? And on my computer. You, you can report your sightings <laughs> because they go off of eyewitnesses. And so you can see a map of where people are reporting and you can see the most recent reports. Interesting. Which is how the show Find or Expedition Bigfoot um, gathered their research. They took like the most sightings, um, when those sightings happened, and just kind of like tracked it in the time field so they could pinpoint where they think Bigfoot would be. Okay. So that's how they go off their research. Kind of like shark sightings in a way. Yes. Um, Can you imagine if someone captured a Bigfoot and put a tracker in it? That would be wild. So There's a could, video game about that. So we that. could, like, track it like sharks? There's a video game where you can do that. Really? Yeah, but Bigfoot's like a mad killer, like Alaskan killer Bigfoot. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways. Well, I like to think that Bigfoot's friendly, but I know he's probably not. I think it depends on the Bigfoot. Okay. Like how there's dumb ones and smart ones, there's nice ones and mean ones? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) People think I'm crazy now. (laughs) Um, so Ron eventually is like, guys, this was really freaking weird. Yeah. But let's go back and find out what it was. Okay. That's also a white person thing to do. Yeah, but also, I'd be kind of curious. Terrified, but curious. Oh, for sure. So, somehow he convinces the three other guys to go back with him again, because he wants to know what was freaking them out so bad. Mm -hmm. Um, But the difference is this time he brought an audio recorder with him. Oh. Um, So, they head back to the camp they had. It's, like, really remote. Like, you wouldn't be able to find it unless you knew exactly where it was. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they didn't hunt when they got there. They were just waiting for these creatures to show up again, and luckily they did so Ron could hear footsteps in the distance, and eventually it again sounded like they were running towards them. So the four men book it to the shelter, and at this point, Ron turns on the recorder, and I have those sounds for you. <gasps> yeah. I'm so excited. So this is the first one. I don't remember if you can hear them, like, hear the men talking to each other, but in the Mr. Ballin video, um, you can hear them talking to each other, so you know they're not the ones making the sounds. Oh, okay. Okay, so here's the first one. That is super unsettling. Because, okay. That gave me chills. It gave me the chills the first time I heard it, and I watched it like five times, and I ran to Bryce, and I was like, Bryce, get a load of this. (laughs) Okay, here's the second one. So you can kind of, you can tell the difference between when the, the guys mimic it to try to get the reaction back from whatever's making that sound in the distance. They totally got a reaction though. They did. It was talking back to them. That makes you wonder, like, what were they saying back to it? I know. I'm like, what is it communicating? Okay. And, like, just to put this point out there, it's not uncommon for animals to have sounds like that to communicate. Like, my my dad's an avid hunter. Mm -hmm. 
And he's told me before, he's like, you can tell what coyotes are doing by how they're talking to each other. Yeah. Because I, I told him, like, hey, like, I heard these coyotes out in, in the desert when I was driving home. I'm like, it wasn't even that far from here. And he was like, oh, like, what they sound like. And I told him, he's like, oh, that means they're they're just talking to each other. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can tell when they're hunting. You can tell when they're talking to each other. You can tell when they are trying to talk to females. Yeah. So it makes you wonder, like, what that Bigfoot was trying to say. I have another surprise for you. What is it? This man sent the recording to um, Arlen Curlin, who is a professor of electrical engineering at the University of Wyoming. Because okay. he was that convinced it wasn't another animal. And they could hear them communicating with each other. So he and his team examined the audio and found that it wasn't doctored in any way. Because mind you, it's 1971. Yeah. Like, they don't have the technology we have now. No, and like, if it's was extremely inaccessible, inaccessible mm-hmm. for the like average Joe to be able to doctor things like that. Especially this guy that's like out hunting all the time and is like a super outdoorsy person. So like, mm-hmm. um, so whatever was making those sounds was also not found to be human because the vocal range was both dramatically higher and lower than the vocal range of humans. That gave me chills. <laughs> yeah. Emily, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Also, there's more. How is there more? This guy looked at the audio, and uh-huh. he could tell, based on the audio, that the height from this creature, it was between 7.3 feet tall and 8 feet tall. Oh my gosh. Yep. Oh, I guess that makes sense. There's definitely, like, a lot of science that goes into that, but, like, Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. That's insane. So this, those audio recordings are still considered undocumented, untouched. That's crazy. Like recordings. That's kind of, that's one of the most definitive pieces of evidence I've ever heard. To this day, they still haven't found that it's not doctored. I can't tell you what that was. I have no idea. My best guess was the Bigfoot from Goofy Movie. Like, Emily, I can't sit here and tell you, like, that was a funny bird. That was not a funny bird. It sounded like a man. Yeah, but it couldn't have been because they checked the voice range. It kind of sounded like Tarzan. Yeah. Like, it sounded ape-like. It did. That makes me so uncomfortable. What if we just have, like, a group of orangutans just, like, chilling out in the forest somewhere, though? wonder if it's just, like, a subspecies of ape or even human that's well, not as evolved. That's what most like people... Like, they're in a in-between. That's what most people believe it is. That, like, um... What does Alyssa call it? Bunga bunga? No. There's a very... There's a scientific name for it. And people think it's, like, a version of... It's, like, a... Like, a Neanderthal. Like, it's a break-off oh, okay. from, like, the human species. It just... Or, like, another form of ape. Almost, like... A caveman. Like, in the description of the Arizona one, it said, like, its eyes were super deep set. That makes Mm -hmm. me think of, like, much, much, much older humans. I remembered its name. Yes. Gigantopithecus. Yes. That is what it's called. That's what most people think it is. Like, it's a form, like, it's, it's that. Some people think it's directly that, but other people think, like, it could be a descendant from that. Like, an in-between type thing. Mm Mm-hmm. I would I look up a photo like, of Gigantopithecus. We can put it on our Instagram. Um, but it looks 
Like, what would be a Bigfoot? Like, evolution's definitely a thing. Yeah, for sure. So, I don't know. It doesn't seem too far off. What do I know, though? I don't know anything. And if they're smart like humans, they can figure out how to hide from us. I would want to hide from us. For sure. Don't most people think, like, they just don't want to deal with us so they don't? Yeah. There's also belief that they're more aquatic than we think they are. Cute. And that's why we don't find them, because they're swimming. Scary, but cute. They're I swimming. already have a fear of the water. Okay, I'm sorry. I also have a fear of Bigfoot. But you like him. I love him so much. But okay. they're, like, um... Uh, sightings of bigfoot looking in through people's like windows ew and so i always imagined like a bigfoot looking through the window at like my grandparents cabin when they still had it <laughs> and that terrified me because like that it was high scary. off the ground and i was just like no thanks you're like on the second floor and he's just peeking and you're like absolutely not yeah i think i just have a fear scary. of the unknown like fair what would happen if i didn't see that face because fair. i would think it was human and be like serial killer at my door yeah. I honestly don't, again, I don't know which would be worse, a human being through my window or a Bigfoot. Either way, I'm not happy. Either way, I'm hiding under the blankets with a baseball bat that has nails in it. Yeah, as you do, Stranger Things. Exactly. Come on then. I was also thinking The Walking Dead, but that works too. Oh, well, I never saw The Walking Dead. That's okay. I didn't make it very far. We should do an episode on zombies. I love zombies. Me too. Um, okay, so, go ahead. Yeah. That was the end of the Sierra sounds. I'm never going to forget those sounds. No, I think about them occasionally. Anytime Bigfoot comes up, I'm like, remember that sound? Like, to myself, do you remember hearing that? It's extremely unsettling. Mm-hmm. It's almost like my brain knows is nothing like anything I've ever heard before. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, that's nasty. Gross. I don't um, like thinking about that. Yeah, so we're going to move on. Okay. The last point that I have is the Patterson-Gimlin film. We couldn't talk about Bigfoot without talking about this film. Yeah. Because it's really insane in the Bigfoot world. Like, when you think of Bigfoot photos, you're this thinking the of photo. this photo. Yeah. Um, I, I googled it right before this, and I was like, oh, yeah. that photo. Yeah. It's like, that's why people call that certain walking pose Sasquatch. Yep. This is why. Yeah. Which is crazy. It's wild. Like, this is where it's from. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to tell you about it now. So for the weeks in the fall of 1967, cowboys rode from sunrise to sunri- sunrise to sunset in search of the creature no one had ever captured on film. Two rodeo men from Washington's apple country, they traveled to North Carolina's thick forest. They read headlines of an unidentifiable, they read headlines of unidentifiable footprints. The smaller cowboy was driven by a long obsession with the mystic beast known as Bigfoot. Gasp. The other liked to see things for himself. Also, this is directly from... Let me find it. I just love how this is a stereotypical believer and skeptic yeah. duo. Mm-hmm. Very funny. Um, it's from Outside Online. We can post the link in the comments. Maybe. If I remember. <laughs> um, so one late October afternoon near Bluff Creek... The men trundled on horseback, half a day's ride from the nearest signs of civilization. So, they're pretty far in there. Mm-hmm. The sun shone bright, lighting the leaves around them in the grand finale of orange and red and yellow. I can't read. I apologize. So, Roger Patters- Patterson rode in front, pausing his quarter horse to point his lens. Wait, 
causing his quarter horse to point his lens towards the leaves. The film chattering inside his rented 60mm Sin Kodak camera. Um, when he finished, he tucked the camera into his saddlebag, leaving the leather flap open. Bob Gimlin brought up the rear. He rode the quarter horse, leading a pony loaded with supplies behind him. Um, Patterson navigated around a bend where a tree had fallen and jammed up beside the creek. The root system was upturned and exposed, like blind fingers reaching for an anchor. They are very descriptive. They are very descriptive. Um, the horses saw it first. Patterson's Ew. reared, kicking and protesting, then Gimlin's. So their horses are freaking out. Um, less than a hundred feet away, the men saw why. A hulking gorilla-like creature covered in dark hair hurried on two legs along the creek bed. Its sloped head and torso were pushed forward, its upper back hunched, thigh muscles rippling, Long arms <laughs> swinging. <laughs> Why do they have a crush on this Bigfoot? Because it's a lady Bigfoot. Is it? It's a lady Bigfoot. Crazy. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. I would tell you why they... It's a lady Bigfoot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so funny. I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. We're not going to talk about it. Why um, do they sexualize a Bigfoot? I don't know, but... They said, you can see him. You can see him I'll on that be, Bigfoot. I'll be more upset if this was a hoax because that is so sexist That is so gross. Is. Okay. Like, girl. I don't want to know. Like, I'm okay not gendering it, okay? It's it just can, Bigfoot. It can just be an it. Yeah, it's just Bigfoot. Bigfoots are non-binary. Yeah. So bad. Patterson scrambled off his spooked animal, holding its reins just long enough to reach inside a saddlebag for the camera. Gimlin, a cowboy famous through the Yakima Valley for taming wild co- colts and running in breakneck suicide races, um, dropped the pack's horse rope and grin- or gripped the reins of his frightened pony to steady it. Patterson scrambled across the uneven ground, waving the camera in one hand, the film blurry as he ran. He stopped to crouch and steady himself, then trained the lens on the standing figure, the camera shaking from his breathing. Bob, cover me, he yelled as he shouldered to Gremlin. Gremlin. <laughs> we'll call him Gremlin. He can be called Gremlin. Who rode toward the creek, dismounting his horse and drawing his rifle. The picture steadied as the creature, mid-stride, turned to look over its right shoulder. Just a glance before it disappeared into the forest. A skunky, rank odor hung heavy in the air. The whole affair was over in less than a minute. The final... 59.5 second film, which the men would airmail back home to be developed, would soon become the world famous Patterson Gimlin film. Arguably one of the most scrutinized pieces of video footage ever made. It is um, the cryptozoological equivalent of the Kennedy assassinations um, film. Just that film. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I see that. The film met immediate criticism, accusing Patterson and Gimlin of being master pranksters who simply filmed a man in an ape suit and laid fake footprints in the mud. (laughs) Yeah. So. Seems like a lot of work, not gonna lie. Real quick. Um, I was, I think this was Expedition Bigfoot again. Yes. But they were talking about how they had costume designers and special effects makeup artists talk about it. And at the time, that couldn't have been done. Like, the way it gripped to the skin. That's what I was thinking. Couldn't have been done. Wait, what time? When was this? Um, fall of 1967. Oh, absolutely not. So the film couldn't have been doctored. 
because it's literal It's film. literally 67. Yeah. No, even just in the past 10, 20 years, special effects makeup has gone so far. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at... Okay, so, like, one of the most notable pieces of his time for its special effects makeup is The Exorcist. Yeah. Now we watch The Exorcist and we're like, that's silly. That's what I'm saying. Like Because our practical effects, even though I get CGI is huge now, our practical effects are insane. Mm-hmm. So like There's if, no way they could have pulled that off you then. look at movies and, like, TV shows, like, I'm going to bring up Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. It's, it's bad. Like, they can't... You couldn't do that in Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars actually wasn't that bad. Um, or the Twilight Zone. Yeah. They're not that great. Mm -hmm. So the special effects people are like, yeah, it maybe could have happened, but it's very doubtful based on the technology they had at the time. 100%. And they would have had to find someone who was very specialized in fur, in full body prosthetics. Mm-hmm. Full body prosthetics were not really a thing. Not yeah. like now. Not like now. Not like Vecna. I was, that's crazy. Right? Yeah. Um, so going on more than 40 years later, the film has never been conclusively debunked. It has withstood scrutiny from scientists, forensic analysis, Hollywood special effects experts, costume designers... No one can explain it. That's crazy. Um, in that time, Bigfoot has evolved into a full-fledged legend in American myth. The man himself, Bigfoot. Um, wow. See, this is why I'm yeah. upset when I looked up this specific film mm-hmm. that Wikipedia called it a hoax. And they didn't yeah. give me an explanation as to why. You either believe it or you don't. I know a lot of people see it as that, but I'm like... <laughs> Why did Wikipedia just be like, mm, no. It's false. No, I don't know. I'm on the fence with it. Like, I could see it going either way. Like, they specifically went out of th- out there to capture Bigfoot and they capture Bigfoot. Yeah, that's interesting. But also, what did they do then? Because it's not a suit and it's not special effects. And it's also like, it's a film camera. Mm-hmm. To be able to lay that, like, even if you could, I don't even know. It just, it's weird. And it ex- is weird. An expedition Bigfoot, um, they went back out to the site, and it's, like, fully overgrown now. Because, like, in the Crazy. photo, it just looks like a little creek bed, but no, yeah. like, there are trees there now. And they found the exact stump that it walks by, and they said it was, like, around six feet to seven feet tall, the creature, because they, like, they use science that, and stuff. Yeah, that aligns up with other accounts. hmm I also thought it was interesting, as you were describing... The film, it's very consistent in being described as smelling skunky. Yeah. Specifically skunky. Skunk is a very specific smell. It's bad. Yeah. Also, random tidbit. Do you know that we have a stretch of the um, 60 that is named Sasquatch? No. Someone, this couple, or like this family bought it as like, like a take adopt a highway mm-hmm. and they um this lady named it after her husband because he looked like sasquatch <laughs> i think he was like i think he died from something oh but i as i was researching this episode i found it, it was literally on a dot's website oh i love that it was really cool though and i saw a picture of him and he had really he had long hair 
and a shaggy big beard. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> Checks out. I thought you would like that, though. I love that. I need to drive past that now. Um, or through it. That's a fun road trip. <laughs> yeah. Let's go see this a mile stretch called Sasquatch. Sasquatch. You know what I was thinking about earlier mm-hmm. um, when you talked about the Sierra sounds? Mm-hmm. How uh, it sounded like two Bigfoots talking to each other? Yeah. This is just a thought. So with other supernatural creatures, when they sound super close to you, mm-hmm. they, they're actually far away. But if they sound really far away, they're actually really close to you. Yeah. So it almost made me think, like, maybe he was trying to get them to think he was talking to another Bigfoot. Maybe? Either way, spooky. Yeah. Like, either way, a lot of people have, like, said they can hear Bigfoot communicating with each other. Like, whether it's through the whooping sounds Mm -hmm. or the Sierra sounds are freaking creepy. Those, that's one of the scariest things I've ever heard in my life. At the very least, it's demonic. Yeah. And that's the least. Like, what if those are Bigfoots and that's their language? There's definitely something going on. Even if it's not a Bigfoot, there's something happening. There's something in these woods that's in the entrance of finding Bigfoot. That's hilarious. They go, there's something in these woods, and then it goes, whoa. There's a lot of things in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. But yeah. That's Bigfoot, friends. I have a question for you, Emily. Yeah. It's a common thing for people to discuss, like, what is up with all the disappearances in the national parks, in America specifically? Mm -hmm. Do you think Bigfoots have anything to do with it, or do you think they try to keep to themselves? I think they try to keep to themselves. Personally? I think so, too. Um, Haven't some experts said that they think... They're more peaceful and private type of species. They don't like interacting. Well, yeah, we would have seen them by now if they weren't private. True. <laughs> They're oh. introverts. They're introverts. Same. They have social I belong anxiety. I the Bigfoots. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think disappearances in like state parks and stuff, like Appalachia. I said that right, right? Yeah. Appalachia. Yeah. I think they're just huge forests. And I think you can get lost really easy. And even if you can't get lost really easy, I think there are also people in this world that are scary. And there are animals in this world that are scary. And also caves. Also caves. Also, we don't know what else could be in those woods. No, we have no idea. Do you think... This sounds very conspiracy, and I realize that. I love conspiracy. Do you think the government knows what's in the woods? Yes. Okay. Hands down. If they know, they know. Like, if we have an inkling of an idea, and they just purchased a huge plot of land where Bigfoot has been sighted, they at least want to figure it out. Yeah, that's crazy. They at least have put the time and money into trying to figure it out. Do you think if you could choose something to be declassified, it would be this? Yeah, I don't care about aliens. I don't think aliens have visited quite personally. I don't really... Peace and love, I don't really care about aliens. I would be terrified if I thought they were real, but I don't... Like, I know aliens are real. I don't think they've been to Earth. Aliens are real. I don't think they visited. I agree. I think we would have known. I think if there's life forms out there, they're going to be life forms like us. Because life has very specific rules. Rules. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, like, 
UFOs and like strange lights and stuff, honestly. Either that's strange weather. The government. The government. Or like everything is just so freaking haunted. Yeah. I would <laughs> Everything's like to believe, so haunted. But aliens just I've never They don't do it for me. No, like I'll watch alien shows or ancient aliens because those guys crack me up. That is very funny. But I don't think they visited Earth. No. Mass hysteria no. maybe. But I think most most of the time it's like secret government stuff. It's for sure. straight to the top. For sure. Bigfoot, he's real though. I wouldn't doubt it. Cause I like to think is I ooh, I like to think of forests much like I think of the ocean. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the frick is in there. No, there can be anything in there. I know we have only discovered like some odd less than ten percent of the ocean. We don't. We know more about what's in space than we do about what's on Earth. Do you think there's cryptids in the ocean, like um, the kraken? A hundred percent. Like the giant squid is real. But- oh yeah. Giant squid is a real thing. I think there are creatures I don't think will, like, see them in this time because, like, water pressure is so intense. Yeah. So, like, it, it would be... It's like when the blobfish comes up to the surface. And it looks completely different. Because the pressure's different. Yeah. Like, there's, like, a whole other ecosystem down there. The giant shark. Megalodon. That's freaking real. It terrifies me to my core. My biggest fear in this world is the void that is the ocean and water like i can't go into lakes really i like to like, friend yeah. you would have hated bear lake <sighs> it's just so clear that you can see a lot i don't know what's worse not seeing or seeing or too seeing much. too yeah or yeah. like having it be so clear and it goes clear and clear and clear until like the water becomes black yeah that freaks me out yeah i don't know if i'm scared of the megalodon I do hope he's still kicking, because that's I sick. I hope so, but I don't think so. I love sharks. I do too. I love sharks. I just, I wouldn't doubt it. There's places for him to hide. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that is our uh, cryptids episode. Pretty much. We just talk about cryptids in general. And Bigfoot. And Bigfoot. Yes, my heart. It was very fun. Yeah. You presented a lot of evidence I've never heard but i don't know a whole lot about bigfoot i enjoy talking about the lead i am a cryptozoologist you heard it here first folks (laughs) i wonder if we can get you an online certification or something i would live for that i'm gonna google it we'll look it up after this episode i'll let you know in the in the instagram post friends okay all right all right thanks for joining us this week everybody um hopefully there's an episode next week it might be another campfires episode where we tell stories with a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know yet, though. No one does. Hopefully, we don't know anything. Hopefully, the episodes aren't two months apart this time. I think it's been over two months. Really? Yeah. Dang. Oops. Well, love y'all. Plug in <sighs> your heat and pads. Take some some ibuprofen. And go watch Expedition Bigfoot. Yes. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye.